It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. What's up? Whoa. Why am I not hearing myself? This is weird. Happy Monday. I hope everybody's doing well. There we go. That's better. Oh, man. Talk about freaking you out when you don't have all the things, all the buttons pressed appropriately. What's going on? Happy Monday. Welcome to Trouble Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange. And this is the show where the conspiracy is the news. And uh, what does that mean? It means a lot of things. It means that uh, we live in a post-truth world. It means we have a situation with propaganda that's out of control. It means that you can't find a damn thing that you want to find when you want to find it because, well, it's all lies and misinformation and disinformation and all the rest of that. And that's what this show's about. The show's about looking at news cycles and actually picking out things that probably matter and uh, just really don't get enough coverage, don't really get enough um, people talking about them. And um, that's that's what's up. So as always, right, uh, this is a crowdsourced situation. So if you have any articles or things you want me to talk about, uh, just join the Discord. Come uh, click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. And, uh, or you can send me an email at troubledmindsradio at gmail. And uh, just uh, send me some links of, of uh, news stories you want me to look at. And basically, we're not talking about politics and the rest of that crap. Because what a, what a colossal waste of time. And I'll get to some of that today on, on what a waste of time politics is. Because even the most like knucklehead, like smart Smack yourself on the forehead. No-brainer situations. Uh, politics uh, just finds a way to smack it down, which is like, hey, you know, like you broke it, fix it. Why don't you fix it? And they're like, no, we want we want to think about it some more. No, it's broken. Everybody knows it's broken. Fix it. How hard is it? It's so stupid. And uh, even for the most simple, basic things, they just can't get it together. And it's it, it's an embarrassment to uh, to democracy. The funny thing is, right? They say that uh, the Washington Post has got their uh, you know their little tagline: "Democracy dies in darkness." And these morons can't get the, the most simple damn thing done. It's 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 unbelievable. Anyway, uh, so as part of the transparency process, as always. All the links I share and I'm talking about 
I'll, I'll drop in the chat, but they'll also be down in the description below uh, when this actually hits the podcast feed. So if you want to follow up on any of these articles and see that I'm not bullshitting you, because, well, there's so many people that are, that are out there bullshitting you. The source may be suspect because it, it's, it might be propaganda or whatnot, but at least I'm citing the source instead of just talking out my ass like CNN or Fox. Uh, in any case, uh, there we go. So if you want to be part of the show as part of that transparency bit, 702-957-1037. That's 702. 957-1037 and uh, we'll put you on the show. Uh, click the Discord link and uh, hop in and you can be on the show on Discord as well. Alright, let's do it. Let's let's get to some things, shall we? Let's get to this. Let's go here. Let's begin with uh, speaking of the most trusted source of news. Let's do CNN business. What's up, guys? I see you there in the chat. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, VR headsets are headed to your car's back seat. <laughs> Jeez, um, I'm going to try and ignore this uh, middle-aged man with a, um, a gut and a <laughs> VR headset in the video here. I'm going to try and just ignore that. Uh, okay, anyway, uh, forget the stereo. Your next car could come with a virtual reality entertainment system. Holleride, a tech startup whose promise is, quote, turning vehicles into moving theme parks, recently announced at the SXSW Festival in Austin that it is bringing VR headsets to select Audi SUVs and sedans this summer. Ha! With the Holleride system, Audi passengers will be able to blend what they see on the actual journey with augmented reality elements via motion synchronization technology. Passengers can fly over rainforest or enter a virtual office to join a work call all from the backseat of the car, according to the company. And Holleride says this technology adapts the experiences to each trip's length, location, and the driving style of the person at the wheel to offer new content each time you climb into the car. <laughs> Ah, um, Holleride's goal is to monetize the many hours behind, uh, people spend in cars each year. Yep, there you go. Holleride and the companies it's partnering with uh, on in-car experiences are also looking ahead to a possible future filled with self-driving cars. In that world, everyone in a vehicle could be a passenger and there may be opportunities for new entertainment products and subscription services. The partnerships also also come at, at a time when VR headsets broadly appear to be gaining more traction with consumers yes all right so how could this go wrong how could this go wrong i mean you know it's like hey this is this is what we've been talking about right the whole idea of um this uh this new reality that you know the, the we're actually destroying the actual world the, the real world we're just destroying it, litter, pollution, the whole thing, right? Doing all the stuff we do as people because, because you know, the, the, uh, anyway, you, you get the point. I'm, I'm not going to go into that in tirade today. But, uh, right, people going to people. And because they are, uh, then we have this. So instead of looking out of the, you know, barren wasteland of the post-apocalyptic nightmare scene of the side of the highway, uh, you get to just pop on your VR head set and then bam you're in jurassic park <laughs> right yeah right uh yeah and um, um how could this go wrong right how could this go wrong and then we have self-driving cars so then everybody's wearing these things and they're in this virtual reality world of jurassic park or flying over the rainforest or they're on saturn visiting the black cube or whatever the hell's actually going on right 
And then, and then, well, if something goes bad in the real world, you'd never know it. You think your rocket ship crashed into Saturn, right? You, you'd have no freaking idea. Man, this, this seems like a great idea, doesn't it? Uh, how could this go wrong? Let's file this under how could this go wrong. VR headsets headed to your car's back seat. And of course, once we get self-driving cars, then of course you could just strap one of these things on in the front seat and just leave behind your entire real existence for an entire phony existence. Uh, so good. So good. So mad. So good. There you go. Uh, actually, I'm going to link that because I think I said I'm going to link my things because I usually do. There you go. There's the article if you want to check it out from CNN Business. And um, yeah, well, uh, Holoride. Holoride. H-O-L-O-R-I-D-E. And now you know. And you, lest you think, well, how could it get much worse than this, Mike? Um, let me show you. <laughs> let me show you. All right. Here we go. This is from New Scientist. And uh, you guessed it. VR takes its next step artificial touch the new tech making virtual reality more immersive Uh oh the feelings of touch and temperature are complex biological processes now everyday chemicals like menthol and capsaicin are being used to simulate them and create more re realistic VR experiences, okay? Now we're talking about simulating the touch of temperature and touch and temperature, right? Through VR, all right? Through chemicals, all right? Now, let's just file this under. How could this go wrong? I know. What we'll do is we'll put you in a car with a VR headset that's a self-driving car that will hop you up with chemicals to simulate uh, the the uh, actual biological responses to touch and temperature, and then <laughs> this, 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 is, this should be fine. There we go. Yeah, and they're right from the article, New Scientist. You open a door and it hits you. A flare of, of warmth on your skin. You brace yourself to go inside battling smoke and heat. Flames flicker around you as you make your way through a burning building. You find what you came for and escape. Outside, it is so cold you start to shiver while your hands and feet go numb. Mm. But then you remove your headset and it all stops. You just finished an incredibly realistic training exercise. None of those sensations were caused by changes in your surroundings, although they felt real. Instead, chemicals carefully selected to mimic different feelings were pumped onto your skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such stimulants have long been useful for understanding touch, the most complex of all human senses. In the 1990s, studies of capsaicin, I think that's how you say it, an, an extract of chili peppers and menthol found in peppermint helped us pin down how our bodies react to hot and cold conditions. Now Jasmine Liu and her colleagues at the University of Chicago are using this knowledge to create chemically induced sensations to make virtual environments astonishingly realistic hmm. <laughs> i'm stuck in a 30 second billy eilish ad for real what's up joseph in <laughs> uh, um, a technology dubbed chemical haptics they have built a wearable device that when placed on the skin can cause the wearer to experience a range of sensations hot or cold numb or tingly on demand it uses uh, it's, sorry its uses could include creating intensely realistic virtual worlds for gamers to explore or for training firefighters but will we ever be able to fully replicate the experience of touching something real and what 
might we lose if we can't? Anyway, there's there's the term for you. Using stimulants <laughs> uh, to uh, to uh, chemical haptics, H-A-P-T-I-C-S, chemical haptics. I don't know. Um, again, how could this go wrong? 702-957-1037. If you're like, come on, Mike, really? That This isn't that bad. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, there's more. Oh, there's more. All right. So we've got, you're in the car. You've got the, the VR situation going on. And then you uh, have this thing set up where you feel cold and hot on your skin because it's pumping these stimulants and chemicals and shit all over you. And then, well, but but you ask Mike, you can't smell. There's no smell-o-vision in VR. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From VPR.org. Want to smell in virtual reality? A Burlington-based startup has the technology. Yeah, you guessed it. Here it is. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, now, thanks to a Burlington-based tech startup, you can also smell in VR. OVR Technology is one of a handful of companies developing scent technology for virtual reality. Quote, what we wanted to do was, as accurately as possible, recreate how we experience smell in the real world in the virtual world, says Aaron Wisniewski, OVR's CEO and co-founder. Uh-huh. At the company's headquarters in Hula, at Hula in Burlington South End, Wisniewski held his company's signature device in the palm of his hand, a black cartridge that snaps onto a VR headset and fits over the nose. Inside the cartridge are vials of sense manufactured in the OVR lab. Users testing out the device can try out demos like picking and smelling a virtual rose. When you pull the rose away, the smell instantly disappears instead of lingering like a perfume. That effect is due to the OVR hardware. There it is. All right. It first, it, it says at first it feels a bit like modern day smell o vision, Hollywood's attempt from the late 50s and early 60s to incorporate scent into movies. A machine would pump odors into movie theaters corresponding with the action on screen, like the smell of a gun smoked during a shootout. The smell o vision technology never worked well. The various smells would mix together, and some parts of the theater would be inundated with scents, while other parts would get none at all. Anyway, uh, blah, blah, blah. There you go. That's all of it. Right. So there you go. Let's go back here. VR headsets in your car, self-driving cars. You don't even have to see the uh, post-apocalyptic landscape as you drive through it. And then uh, we've got the yep artificial touch through chemicals and stimulants. We just pump hot or cold onto your skin. No problem. And uh, you got it. Then we have smell-o-vision in VR. Hmm. Weird. Weird. It's almost like they want us to own nothing and be happy. (laughs) You will own nothing and be happy. Uh, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubleminds.org. What do you think about this stuff? Is this as strange as it seems? I was like, "Mm, let's do a little bit of digging just because of that first article, the CNN one, the VR headset in your backseat. And then, yep, you got it. uh, Artificial touch and artificial smells. So what's left? What's what's left? If you can do those things, what's left? If you can actually simulate touching something and feeling hot or cold sensations all over your body, however, I guess you're going to put on some sort of suit. I don't know. How does this work? I have no idea. You tell me. But, well, uh, if it all works together, you will own nothing and you will be happy. 
<laughs> You'll be happy. What's up, Robert? What's up, uh, Joseph? Joseph says, I got sick of VR within two months. Maybe that is just me, but I'm not quite. it's not quite immersive enough to consume me. There you go. Uh, there you go. Uh, skip the touch VRs. Uh, uh, VR shrooms will do that for you and more, probably. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, this is nuts, right? This is one of those things where you're like, Okay, uh, so it, let's say the next five years or ten years, maybe you will be in the re- the padded room with a um, some sort of morphine drip and a uh, VR headset, and that's all you need. <laughs> that's all you need. Hey, you keep keep the uh, keep the entertainment flowing, and uh, what will they call it? the bread and circus, and you're good to go. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. That's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org, and we'll put you on the show. It is as easy as that. And let's get a quick word from our sponsor which of course is you it's finally time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details it's finally time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. Okay, sorry about that. I am back. I uh, had to get a coffee refill because, you know, sometimes you have to have a drink for streaming. It's like necessary. Okay, so uh, there we go. Let's uh, let's continue. Uh, I'm Michael Strange. This is Troubled Minds News, and let's uh, let's go to here. Let's uh, more news. NBC reports this. Yeah, yep. Uh, we got Russian court bans Facebook and Instagram under extremism law. <laughs> Russia targeted meta platform meta platforms in a new ban, but the company's instant messaging app WhatsApp wasn't included. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, and this is what I'm always saying, right? I, I'm always talking about this in terms of 
the politi- as the political winds change, we have to be smart enough to see the thing that will actually uh, be 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 worse for all of us. And worst for all of us, in my opinion, is when these political winds change and they decide to ban this and not that. Right? They they decide to ban all the things or none of the things or some of the things or and again it it just depends on who they've pissed off basically right and so you know not to not to cite russia as some sort of bastion of moral anything but uh this this is again like this is the type of stuff that goes on here this is what happens here in uh in you know supposedly free countries where they're just like oh you know by the way they I, i get the argument oh mike it's a private company they could do what they want well not really not if uh not if they can actually uh you know be stuck um well uh basically a, kind of a monopoly on a particular platform right of communication and uh buying up all the people that try and challenge them and you know there's antitrust laws for exactly that reason right competition you're supposed to have fair competition in a free market and the rest of this and i know i know free market i know it's like Really, uh, there's no such thing anymore because the, the government has to meddle in every damn thing. But, uh, you know, it, there are some things they should. I mean, I'm not a purist in any way in any of those capacities. I think that uh, it's supposed to work together and work together well, but it does not because everything, of course, you follow the money. It flows to the, the pockets of the politicians to get them reelected. And then, of course, after they're out of office, they get hired on the boards of these companies for ridiculous salaries not to basically uh, show up and give a talk twice a year. Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's go this so as they as they do it a russian court took further action against meta's facebook and instagram on monday under the country's extremism law banning the companies from doing business in russia but allowing russian users to continue using whatsapp that's weird i wonder why uh, the russian state-owned media outlet tass reported the court ordered ban based on a decision from russian judge olga solopova of the Tverovsky Court of Moscow. Boy, my Russian is worse than my French. Uh, Which it said went into effect immediately. The court determined that individual Russians will not be held responsible for extremism by continuing to use Facebook and Instagram, TASS reported. The order follows Russia's announcement March 4th that it would block access to Facebook and Twitter after Meta banned several state media accounts. Uh, yep. Well, what's up, guys? I see you out there. Uh, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. What's up, APOC? What's up, James? Let's continue. Let's keep on trucking, shall we? Let's get off this earth and let's go to space. Damn it. Give me some space. Why not? Uh, this is from space.com. Uh, startup Aquarian Space aims to deliver high-speed internet to the moon and maybe Mars. What? <laughs> okay. The startup has raised $650,000 in seed money and aims to launch a lunar satellite by 2024. Are you shitting me? I said this before when they talked about doing this, but really, like, there are some places on Earth we don't have decent internet access, and we're going to be hmm, Wi-Fi on the moon, Wi-Fi on Mars. This this is so hot. This is so good. Uh, there you go. Uh, Aquarian Space announced the funding from Draper Associates Thursday, uh, March 7th. As a step along its eventual goal to bringing high-speed internet between the Earth, the Moon, and Mars in future years, fast enough to stream 4K video. <laughs> there you go. The company aims to deploy its first lunar communication system by 2024. Damn it, James! Why? Why, James? Why, James? It's 
too early for that joke. It's way too early for that joke. <laughs> the startup's vision is to create what it calls a SolNet, built on a commercial high data rate, high speed delivery satellite networks with speeds of 100 megabits per second, according according said in a statement. That's far faster than average internet speeds Americans enjoy, with Slash Gear recently reporting a typical U.S. resident surfs at less than 30. Exactly. All right. So, so, so the average internet speed in America is less than 30, but we're about to put 100 megabytes on the moon. Megabits, whatever. Megabits per second. 1.21 megabits. Oh, geez. Right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, James. Hey. Hey, I'm talking here. Yeah. Hey, hey, I don't know, man. There's no rules. There's no rules. All right. Speaking of no rules and how I started the show today was this. Remember, we talked about how Congress, maybe they can get anything done. Maybe maybe if anything get, they could get done, they could get the most basic, simple thing ever that everybody agrees on in some slam dunk situation. There we go. Well, the remember the last uh, on Friday, we talked about the Senate passing the making daylight savings time permanent. All right. Yeah. Daylight savings time permanent. All right. Check this out. Nope. The U.S. House, the House of Representatives stops the clock on making daylight saving time permanent. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. For the past 80 years, a ritual takes place across most of America every spring and fall, moving clocks an hour ahead or an hour behind, namely daylight saving time or standard time. However, much to everyone's surprise, the Senate unanimously approved a measure on March 15th to make daylight saving time permanent across the United States next year. The bipartisan bill named the Sunshine Protection Act would ensure Americans would no longer have to change their clocks twice a year. But the House of Representatives is taking a much more deliberate approach. Listen to this shit. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Uh, Quote, it's an important step, but I look forward to hearing from other members, said Representative Hakeem Jeffries, Democrat from New York, the number five Democrat in the House. We were unexpectedly sent this bill by the Senate. Now we're trying to absorb it, he added to the Hill. What? Really? Seriously? Literally the most slam dunk legislature of all time. And these morons can't even go, yeah, this is probably the best thing. Let's do this, right? No, no, of course not. Now we're trying to absorb it, he says. Absorb what, you fucking idiot? Are you serious? This This is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't have nice things. What's up, A5 Witch? That's better than Australia, and we spent $100 million on an NBN network. Exactly. Look, hey... If they have, they actually have better internet on the moon than they do in Australia, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> like, like wh- why? Like, talk, talk about the upside down. Yeah. Anyway, um, the Sunshine Protection Act, thanks to the House, has been voted down. And we will have uh, in perpetuity, as far as we can tell, because these morons in Congress can't get a damn thing done. uh, We will have um, daylight savings, which is killing people, by the way, killing people. Yeah, Uh, let's see. Uh, Members of Congress have long been interested in daylight saving time's potential benefits and costs since it was first adopted as a wartime measure in 1942. Hear that? Wartime measure in 1942. The proposal will now go to the House, where the Energy uh, Energy and Commerce Committee had a hearing to discuss possible legislation. Nope, they want to absorb it first. They want to absorb it, right? Me- meaning, meaning, 
they can't even do the most simple things. This this is an, an embarrassment to that you want you want to see why actual democracy dies in darkness. This is why. This is why the most simple, basic things they have to absorb first, right? They have to pull out the spreadsheets and uh, consult the, the dickheads at Harvard and Yale and ask, well, how, what's this going to cost us in a yearly tax basis? And then if they don't or they wouldn't, um, well, yeah, this is just incredibly stupid, right? Incredibly stupid. This pisses me off a great deal, as you can probably tell. And, well, that means in perpetuity we're going to have daylight savings because congress can't pull their head out of their collective asses long enough to actually see that there is a sun shining outside and yes the sun does come up and the sun does go down and nobody tells the sun when to go up or go down it just does all right well but even then they have to try and legislate that how stupid is that how stupid is that unbelievable anyway let's continue shall we uh speaking of vr let's get back to vr for just a sec and uh yeah you'll never believe this this is from extremetech.com and uh yep uh, of course you want to know where the this is why also why we can't have nice things microsoft expects hololens to disappoint soldiers no <laughs> well, that's hot. I mean, maybe they need smell-o-vision and uh, the ability to touch things uh, with chemicals. Anyway, uh, Microsoft entered its $480 million contract with the Army back in 2018 to build these um, these things called a HoloLens, right? Uh, agreeing to provide the military branch with HoloLens mixed reality. Uh, glasses designed for training and combat. The device is referred to as the integrated visual augmentation system prototypes the ivas have been intended for the from the beginning to enhance a soldier's ability to detect decide and engage before the enemy by the end of the multi-year project microsoft will have sent the army 100,000 helmet friendly hololens devices with added thermal vision night vision vital sign measurement and hearing protection that is if microsoft can hold up its end of the bargain microsoft's hololens project has been a mess so far with confusion on overall strategy and several teammate departures contributing to a web of misunderstandings oh you don't say last month several microsoft employees told the media they thought the hololens team had thrown in the towel <laughs> yeah right uh, this is despite the company publicly proclaiming hololens was a critical part of microsoft's metaverse development which is still very much committed to and actively working on okay now even as microsoft ships some of the devices it promised those on the company's military contract team seem to be aware that soldiers hands-on testing experience could very well be discouraging oh well <laughs> i guess that's fine this is fine right this is fine there's no problem here 702-957-1037 um i don't know there's uh the other i'd choose that over a phone right yeah maybe i don't know this is this is goofball stuff this is like again right we we, we pump out these huge contracts to to, to the likes of Microsoft, right? And why do you think? Why do you think? You think it's because they're most actually, um, uh, what would you say, qualified, most qualified to do something like this? Clearly and obviously not. Has anybody ever used a Windows machine, right? Had like an update just happen in the middle of you doing something and your shit reset and lose all your work? Yeah, that shit happens. You know why? Because Microsoft is a train wreck. That's why. 
All right. Uh, you ever heard of a Linux system that never needed to be rebooted and uh, ran perfectly forever? Yeah, it exists. How come Microsoft can't do it? Well, you tell me. <laughs> you tell me. Oh, boy. I don't know. What's going on, guys? I see you in the chat. I hope everybody's doing well. Let's do uh, peel through one more here, and then we'll uh, we'll get to a, a quick break. And all right, here we go. Check this out. I, I dropped this in the uh, <laughs> the Discord earlier. And again, if you guys have stories you want me to talk about, you want me to cover on this show, uh, let me know. Just uh, join the Discord and uh, drop the links in there, or send me an email, troubleminesradio at gmail. This is from the BBC. Mm-hmm. The hunt for Nigerians who can change into cats. Yes. Now we're talking. Uh, all right. Uh, armed with a sharp knife, a megaphone, and dressed all in black, uh, Gabenga Aduin, uh, uh, sorry, Aduwoyen, uh, oh boy, could have passed for a medieval witch hunter, a herbal salesman, or an urban preacher as he walked around a market in the southwestern Nigerian city of Abadan. Ibadan. Ibadan? I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, so he's, he's okay, long story short, he's in the market, he's got a, he's got a, a bullhorn, and he's uh, saying, prove uh, that um, juju or voodoo magic is real, right? He's like, no, come on, guys, this is BS, right? You guys are f- full of crap. And well, uh, well, well, I guess we'll find out. But uh, so basically, belief in African traditional religious uh, religions and its juju components are widespread in Nigeria, with many combining them with their either Christianity or, or Christian Christianity or Islam, according to a 2010 report by the Pew Research Center. Many Nigerians believe that magic charms can allow humans to morph into cats protect bare skin from sharp blades and make money appear in a clay pot. Uh, These beliefs are not just held by the uneducated. They even exist at the highest level of Nigeria's academia. Okay, on and on and on. So this guy's walking around and saying, hey, the ability to transform yourself into a cat to disappear and reappear. These things are possible within the dynamics of traditional African religion. This is from actually the uh, Theological Seminary uh, of the uh, Jude Akonbi. There you go. A lecturer at the Theological Seminary in uh, another word I can't pronounce. Uh, although it sounds illogical like old wives' tales, however, from what we have seen and heard, these things are possible, he said. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. Uh, so, let's see uh, such beliefs especially that human body parts and charms can produce money from a clay pot have led to a recent wave of gruesome murders in the country with single women often the victims quote i feel horrible to see young people engage in these ritual killings if money ritual worked we would have seen a massive inflation in the economy for the decades that we have believed in it mr uh, adi woyan told the bbc and hey there's a little bit of logic there inflation hey if people were just conjuring money out of thin air like congress there would be inflation people i mean wait no that's putin that's his fault it has nothing to do with conjuring money out of thin air that's fairy tale shit that does that's not real anyway interesting so this guy's trying to say hey somebody turn into a cat in front of me and i'll believe this shit stop killing people and putting their body parts on these clay pots expecting money to just come because it doesn't stop stop he's saying stop this madness and well what can you do i don't know 702-957-1037 click the discord link troubledminds.org we'll push on the show what do you think Juju, voodoo, something in between. Can people actually turn into cats or protect themselves from uh, being sticked with the knife? Or through ritual murders, create money out of thin air? Hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, it seems sick, and it is sick. Don't go anywhere. More Trouble Minds news. I'm your host, Michael Strange. When we return, be right back. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange. Let's uh, keep on trucking, shall we? Let's go to uh, live science, because why not? Uh, live science. Science is alive. Trust the science. Wait, nope. Uh, no, so no, no, none of you can turn into cats. What's up, Indigo Child? I see you there. All right, here we go. Check this out. This is live science. A spider web of wormholes could solve a fundamental paradox first proposed by Stephen Hawking. My brain is not quite caught up to my mouth yet. That's why I'm pronouncing words weirdly. Don't worry, I'm not a robot. Not quite Zuckerberg style. Anyway, uh, a, a seemingly intractable black hole paradox first proposed by physicist Stephen Hawking could finally be resolved by wormholes through time space. The black hole information paradox reverts to the fact that information cannot be destroyed in the universe and yet when a black hole eventually evaporates whatever information was gobbled up by this cosmic vacuum cleaner should have long since vanished the new study proposes that the paradox could be resolved by nature's ultimate cheat code wormholes or passages through space-time. A, quote, a wormhole connects the interior of the black hole and the radiation outside like a bridge. Uh, Kanato Goto, a theoretical physicist at the Riken Interdisciplinary Theoretical and Mathematical Sciences Program in Japan, said in a statement, how the hell, why has everything got to have a name that's 22 words long? Anyway, under Goto's theory, a second surface appears inside the event horizon of a black hole, the boundary beyond which nothing can escape. Threads from a wormhole connect that surface to the outside world, entangling information between the interior of the black hole and the radiation leaks at its edges. Uh-oh. What does that mean? What the hell does that mean? Uh, well, it means that uh, they, they're still saying that uh, this whole idea of wormholes through the black hole mm, could very well be a thing. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, I don't know. I think the thing is, yeah, this is pretty wild. And I do like the idea of a spider web of wormholes, meaning what? Uh, one black hole begets another on the other side. We've heard, we've heard talk of white holes, meaning uh, uh, the opposite of a black hole. And maybe that's what's on the opposite side. Who knows? I have no stinking idea, but this seems pretty cool. This is from uh, 13 hours ago, and uh, it's very in-depth. Maybe... Maybe this will come to a Trouble Minds Radio episode near you. Maybe not. We'll see. I have no damn idea. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, TroubleMinds.org. Let's stay in space for a little bit longer, shall we? Uh, NASA.gov. Uh, NASA. The second you say NASA, some people just shut down. They're like, Mike, this is fake news. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Here we go. Cosmic Milestone. NASA confirms 5,000 exoplanets 5000 that's that's a that's a nice solid number right that's that's almost like that's almost like 200,000 plus downloads of trouble minds radio right that's something like that i mean 5000 is a nice solid number anyway uh, the count of confirmed exoplanets just ticked past the 5,000 mark, representing a 30-year journey of discovery led by NASA space telescopes. Uh, not so long ago, we lived in a universe with only a small number of known planets, all of them orbiting our sun. But a new raft of discoveries marks a scientific high point. More than 5,000 planets are now confirmed to exist beyond our solar system. The planetary odometer turned on March 21st with the latest batch of 65 exoplanets.
planets. Planets outside our immediate solar family added to the NASA Exoplanet Archive. The archive records exoplanet discoveries that appear in peer-reviewed scientific papers and that have been confirmed using multiple detection methods or by analytical techniques. The 5,000-plus planets found so far include small, rocky worlds like Earth, gas giants many times larger than Jupiter, and hot Jupiters in scorchingly close orbits around their stars. There are super-Earths, which are possibly rocky worlds bigger than our own, and mini-Neptunes, smaller versions of our system's Neptune. Add to the mix planets orbiting two stars at once and planets stubbornly orbiting the collapsed remnants of dead stars. And there you go. It's not just a number, said Jesse Christensen, also made famous by Aaliyah back in the day. Uh, age ain't nothing but a number. Uh, anyway, science led uh, for the archive and a research scientist at the NASA Exoplanet Science Institute at Caltech in Pasadena, this Jesse Christensen fellow, said each one of them is a new world, a brand new planet. I get excited about everyone because we don't know anything about them. Mm. All right. That's fine. I guess that's fine. What can you do? That's fine. All right. So uh, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubleminds.org where we at time-wise. Everything looks great. All right. Let's continue, shall we? Let's go to Politico. Uh, Politico. Speaking of, let's get back to the real world for a sec. And uh, not space. Uh, yeah. This is a um, Department of Defense official. Russia's hypersonic missile boasts a bit of a head-scratcher. You guys hear this? So Russia claimed over the weekend that they used a hypersonic missile on Ukraine, right? In one of these cities in Ukraine. Uh, yeah, well, Russia may have launched a hypersonic missile over the weekend in an assault on a Ukrainian munitions depot, a senior defense department official said Monday. But Moscow's claim about the nature of the weapon is a bit of a head-scratcher. U.S. officials are not able to refute the Russian military's declaration Saturday that it used a Kinzhal hypersonic missile to strike an underground warehouse storing Ukrainian missiles and aviation ammunition, the official said. The launch would be the first use of the Kinzhal in combat. But U.S. officials also can't independently confirm the claim, said the official who spoke on condition of anonymity. Quote, it's not entirely clear, so what we would assess is it certainly possible. Hey, some maybe juice. They're, uh, apparently our uh, DOD is also drinking the maybe juice. So, yeah. Anyway. Russia's claim about the hypersonic missile has drawn scrutiny from arms observers in recent days, and the senior DOD official described the weapon's alleged deployment as confusing given the circumstances of its use. Again, uh, we've talked about hypersonic missiles in the past, and they fly faster than five times the speed of sound and are maneuverable, making them difficult to shoot down. All ballistic missiles can achieve hypersonic speeds, but the Russians claim the Kinzhal can also be guided during flight, changing course to avoid air defenses. It is not clear if this missile used that capability or if it operated as a traditional ballistic missile. Anyway, uh, interesting uh, that, uh, yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. I'm hoping missiles don't land on anybody, but that's just me. What can I say? And uh, interesting. So hypersonic, of course, uh, basically you can do with or without a payload, meaning they talked about these things in terms of taking them way up there with an airplane or launching them up sort of rocket style, old school, like a Saturn V. And then the, the rocket breaks away and you get this very heavy thing like a glider, just a very heavy glider that you can glide down and control. And when it hits, uh, it's all, at least in theory, kinetic damage. It's just impact damage of this super heavy thing smashing into the ground at like 
five times the speed of sound. So you don't even need a warhead at that point because it, it does so much damage just from uh, kinetic energy that, um, well, there you go. So I don't know. Why, why are they saying this? Did they actually do this? Doesn't make any sense. I have no damn idea. I can't keep track of any of the rest of this stuff because it makes me, mm, it gives me a bellyache, let's say. All the propaganda just gives me a bellyache. All right, let's continue, shall we? Uh, let's go to Tech Dirt. This is one of my favorite websites on the interwebs, and uh, it's pretty good stuff, right? It's uh, it's like this. Uh, tech Dirt always is on, on the tip of uh, keeping things straight and actually exactly how they are. So check this out. Copyright as censorship. YouTuber pulls down GoFundMe video to help victim of a viral YouTube jumping Tesla stunt. All right. I'm going to brief this one because this is kind of long. But so we have this guy named, uh, let's see, what's his name? Choi. His name is YouTuber Alex Choi. He was at this uh, actual Tesla get together. All right. These people got together with these Tesla cars. And he just happened to be there when these knuckleheads took a Tesla and jumped over something and smashed into some other cars and totaled a bunch of stuff and just caused some dumbness, right? So clearly and obviously, they say that, well, it had nothing to do with me, right? It was I was just there hanging out with the Tesla crowd and somebody did this crazy jump. Though, he, you know, they were all ready to film it like they knew this thing was about to happen, right? It's that whole, uh, well, I got the viral footage, uh, but uh, I had had nothing to do with it i swear i didn't set it up right that whole thing and by the way this stupid tesla jump uh was done in a rental tesla even more like knuckleheaded just unbelievably stupidness uh, so anyway this this individual by the youtuber by the name alex Choi uh happened to have the video go viral some tesla jumping over a thing smashing and smashing in some other cars right anyway they end up totaling this dude's car all right this guy uh, his name is uh jordan hook now jordan uh he of course he's like hey you guys wrecked my shit like like he has got a subaru it's been totaled and he's like uh, so he started to go fund me based on the, the virility of the accident right well uh, yeah, he gets a copyright claim from this Alex Choi guy that recorded the video for his GoFundMe video because he used a little bit of the footage saying, look, th- these knuckleheads smashed into my car. Vern plays the clip, smashes into his car. And then this Alex Choi guy puts a copyright stru- uh, actual takedown notice on his YouTube video so we can't even use the footage and say, hey, look. Right. And this is what I'm saying. This is this is what they try and tell us is that uh, copyright is not censorship. But in this case, that's exactly what it is. Copyright is censorship because this should actually fall under fair use to say, look, these nut nut sacks. I was going to say something even worse than that actually did what? Like they, they jumped over the thing. They smashed the thing. They broke my shit. Here's a quick clip of it as proof. That's my car. They hit. They wrecked it. I'm trying to raise some money to get myself a new car, right? Because that shit's going viral. This dude's making a ton of money. But then they won't even let because it's bad PR for the stupid thing that happened. So the guy making the money is like, no, I'm the only one that can make money off the stupid thing that happened that we may or may not have staged, right? Like, Anyway, stupid, 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 stupid. There we go. 702-957-1037. And ladies and gentlemen, this is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't have nice things. Because people do stupid shit and uh, expect to get away with it. I hope, I hope they, they, uh, they come after this dude. I don't know. So I, I didn't go and, you know, uh, let's see. 
Uh, over the weekend, this ridiculous video went viral. I, I didn't look. I didn't watch the video because I don't want to give this dude more views. I don't want to link it to you guys because because th- this is the type of shit. Like I always joke, right? Look, if if you ever catch me like on top of a a roof in a shopping cart trying to push myself into like moving traffic with a GoPro for views. Call, call an ambulance like yeah mike needs help because like psych 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 help right mike needs help because this is the type of shit that people are doing to get views right to make money right it's it's fucking dumb it's just dumb anyway and it's why we can't have nice things yeah the, there you go uh, yeah they're the darwin award winners uh, what do you think what do you think james is it actually as stupid as i think it is i don't know maybe Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. That's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Sorry about that. I blinked out. I'll uh, blink back in, and we'll get going. So uh, as we do that, uh, here's a word from our sponsor, which of course is you. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right. Welcome back to Troubled Minds News. Let's keep on trucking. Uh, let's, uh, by the way, real quick, if you've subbed up on Twitch, thank you very much for that. And if you've done it with Amazon Prime, like I said, it doesn't cost you anything extra. You've already paid for it and it does need to be re-upped each month. So just a reminder, if you haven't done that yet, uh, I would appreciate that very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It does send exactly $2.49 to me. <laughs> per month. So thank you for spending uh, the extra few seconds to click that and uh, resub it. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, let's go to universe today. Uh, universe today. Let's get out of this universe because this universe sucks sometimes, doesn't it? I'll tell you what. Tesla jumping assholes on YouTube. Anyway, uh, Mars Orbiter captures images of China's rover from space. Hmm, this is kind of cool. Uh, China's Tianwen-1 lander and Zurong rover touched down on the Martian plane Utopia Planitia on March, May 14, 2021, after spending about three months orbiting the Red Planet. While the Chinese space agency has shared images of the rover and the lander, including a cute family portrait taken by a wireless remote camera, NASA's Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter has been following the rover's travels from above. And so here you go, right? This is, this is why I don't buy that space is fake, because we have... Uh, like imagine an entire team okay i guess i guess this is a bad argument but imagine an entire team of people just faking space images like faking space images and then corroborating data from different sources to even back up like china right and say yeah china's got a rover on the on on mars or the moon or whatever right and so anyway so early on in the Zurong mission here anyway there's there's some nice images here and check it out uh, it's it's pretty cool stuff and they've got the parachute and stuff and they're following the rover where the lander is and it's it's pretty neat right and this is what i'm saying right the rover's all the way down here in the bottom but in any case uh i don't know i i don't i don't buy it if you can convince me that there's a worldwide conspiracy to create not just a secret like like there's a firmament and all the rest of this and all the space stuff is fake because they don't want us to learn about the firmament. I mean, I'm, I'm a semi-pro conspiracy theorist, but 
that's a bridge too far for me. And so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, like, again, I don't I don't I, I don't I wish I had the truth, but I don't. But the point is, I have a hard time believing that space is fake. That's what I'm trying to say. So anyway, there you go. Taking pictures from the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter and uh, of, of course, the TN1 uh, and the Zurong Rover. And uh, anyway, blah, 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 blah. 702-957-1037. And uh, okay, you asked for it. All right, Brene Sauce, I asked for it. All right. In any case, here we go. Speaking of crazy stuff. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. This is this. Uh, tiny magnetic waves have been discovered in Earth's core. Yeah. Hashtag space is real. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in the space is real camp. I'm sorry, I am. I am. Uh, now, 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 space as like a, a, an ocean. Now, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Anyway, uh, fluctuations in Earth's magnetic field that repeat every seven years can be used to probe the inner workings of our planet. <laughs> he said probe. Uh, small, let's see. Earth's core is a solid inner layer and, and blah, blah. We know this stuff. So the motion is turbulent and chaotic, and therefore the magnetic field varies over time. Nicholas Gillett at Grenoble Alps University and his colleagues observed Earth's geomagnetic field between 1999 and 2021 using data from satellites as well as observatories on the ground. The team discovered that the magnetic field around the equatorial region of the core regularly fluctuated. These fluctuations repeated every seven years, drifting westward around the equator at speeds of around 1,500 kilometers per year. Quote, what is important to know is that the magnetic field in the core evolves on very long time scales. Well, no shit, says Gillett. And what we witnessed is only tiny wiggles on top of this. Okay, well, double no shit. Uh, anyway, although they are relatively small, studying these ways can help to improve our understanding of Earth's inner workings. There has been debate as to whether there is a thin layer of rock sitting between the outer core and the mantle above it that may explain changes in the mag magnetic field, says Gillett. But these findings suggest just that there is no need for this layer. All right. Anyway, there you go. Pretty good stuff. And uh, there we go. Free space. There you go. There it is. See, Mike's an alien. There's the proof. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hey, James, I got your alien right here. See, yeah, just, t just ticked the time to be perfect time for that joke. Because <laughs> I said it, not you. All right. Let's keep on trucking. Let's go to space.com. Let's go back to let's go back to the James Webb telescope, right? Let's do this. This is uh, NASA's work to align the James Webb Space Telescope is extending to more instruments. Now we saw this this actual pretty amazing uh, actual uh, photograph here, right? How they aligned uh, the mirrors and got this gorgeous picture of this star that's actually out there in the Big Dipper. But then they have this pretty pretty amazing stuff back behind you can see galaxies i mean this this is an, a gorgeous shot right of this this is just like damn like if this is what we're going to see like the next gen of this james webb i cannot wait but it's going to take about six more weeks before they get everything kind of just uh just pinned in right just uh just just dialed in perfectly but i think this is a nice preview of what we're we have in store for us with uh, the new space being the final frontier and whatnot so um yeah, here we go. After the James Webb Space Telescope officials released a stunning image of a single star, the team is ready to get other telescope parts in line with the observatory's mirrors. The $10 billion telescope successfully, ali successfully aligned with its near-infrared camera, as the star image showed. But the observatory still has four other instruments that it must be able to switch between with perfect alignment to obtain sharp images of distant stars. And this, this, yes. The work will begin with the guidance 
adding an instrument called the Fine Guidance Sensor, or FGS, and then extend it to the other three instruments a NASA updated state, uh, update stated on Thursday. Web, web engineers expect that this process called multi-instrument, multi-field alignment will take six weeks to complete. I can't wait. I can't wait. Show us the aliens. Find the alien civilizations and then we can start calling them to come conquer us. <laughs> uh, uh, Webb should complete its decommissioning uh, period around June, six months after launching on December 25th, on an ambitious mission to observe the universe from deep space and gather data on objects ranging from exoplanets to galaxies. Uh, switching between cameras in space is complicated, but the telescope will eventually be able to use multiple instruments at the same time, according to the update, which was written by Jonathan Gardner, Webb Deputy Senior Project Scientist at NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center in Maryland. Ground-based telescopes have the advantage of having engineers available on site. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, this is this is what's going on. They are going to be able to see some amazing shit, and I cannot wait. I absolutely cannot wait. And uh, what do you guys think? Are you expecting to find alien civilizations with the James Webb Telescope, or not at all? Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Got a couple more left, and we're winding down uh, this version of uh, Troubled Minds News, but uh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> That's okay, because there's more. God willing, we got tonight and tomorrow and uh, more. So there we go. Let's, uh, let's take a look at this. Now, this is an interesting one as well. This may come to a Troubled Mind show near you soon, or maybe not. We'll see. We'll see what I feel like. Uh, hopefully, I feel like something good. Salon.com reports this. The weird reason symmetry abounds in nature may have to do with our genes striving for efficiency. Hmm. Uh-oh, I think it just clicked into my brain. Uh-oh, I think I have a show. Uh, the beautiful symmetry that we see everywhere is primed to appear, one scientist told Salon. Yeah, according to Johnson, the answer lies in probability for this. Evolution favors simple genetic codes over complex ones, a principle called simplicity bias, drawn from theoretical computer science before natural selection even comes into play. Patterns in organisms are just a symptom of that preference. Quote, the beautiful symmetry that we see everywhere is primed to appear, Johnston told Salon. Quote, continues, simplicity bias in biology exists, and it's favored without needing to invoke any specific mechanism. In other words, the Fibonacci spiral evidence in a nautilus shell or a head of Romanesco broccoli, uh, Romanesco, yeah, maybe, is a byproduct of nature being efficient in its genetic code. Given the diversity of organisms that do so across every branch in the tree of life and every scale down to the molecular level, evolutionary biologists have generally hypothesized that symmetrical forms emerge frequently as a result of natural selection. Longstanding debate has surrounded the precise mechanism, but with the understanding that life must prefer patterns for some competitive edge. And I think it just clicked in. It just clicked in. Maybe we have a troubled mind show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So 702 Five seven one zero three seven. What do you think about this? Um, let's see. Let's see. Looking at the chat, making sure everything's good. All right, everything's good. All right, all right. Let's roll it. Let's go to the final one. This is from SciTech Daily, and it goes a little something like this. This is a yeah. This scientists discover new form of ice. What? Uh, and it may be common on distant water-rich planets. That's pretty wild. What's up, Rohan? I see you there, buddy. Uh, 
NLV researchers have discovered a new form of ice, redefining the properties of water at high pressures. The solid water or ice is like many other materials in that it can be it can form different solid materials based on variable temperature and pressure conditions, like carbon forming diamond or graphite. However, water is exceptional in this aspect as there are at least 20 solid forms of ice known to us. Uh, a team of scientists working in UNLV's Nevada Extreme Conditions lab that sounds hot i want to work in an extreme conditions lab yeah yeah say come on james i got your extreme conditions right here uh the the water sample was first squeezed between the tips of two opposite facing diamonds freezing into several jumbled ice crystals the ice was then subjected to a laser heating technique that temporarily melted it before it quickly reformed into a powder-like collection of tiny crystals by incrementally raising the pressure and periodically blasting it with the laser beam ah, the team observed the water ice make the transition from a known cubic phase ice seven or VII to the newly discovered intermediate and tetragonal phase ice 7T before settling into another known phase ice X ice ice baby <laughs> this is too much Zach Grand a UNLV PhD student led the work which also demonstrated that the transition to ice X when water stiffens aggressively occurs at much lower pressures than previously thought while it's unlikely we'll find this new phase of ice anywhere on the surface of earth it is likely a common ingredient within the mantle of earth as well as in large moons and water rich planets outside of our solar system and uh, the team's findings were reported in the March 17th 2022 issue of the journal physical review b anyway got pretty amazing stuff this is uh, <laughs> uh the jokes the jokes just keep coming don't they uh let's see what else there's some other good jokes in here that i i, I totally just passed on these jokes yeah uh, the when water stiffens aggressively that's a t-shirt stiffens aggressively with a uh, trouble minds logo <laughs> stiffens stiffens not just stiffens stiffens aggressively in any case uh there you go dick farting dick jokes aside uh, we got tonight, which is uh, Troubled Minds Radio coming up, and I have an idea for a show. And I think the thing is that um, like, you look for inspiration all over the place, and you guys inspire me, and uh, the news cycles inspire me, and science inspires me, and yes, space, even space. I said it, space, I believe, is real. One man's opinion and space inspires me. And so uh, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of this. You guys know how this goes. And it's a little something exactly like this. And it's not like the other thing. It's like the, this thing. If you want to help the show, sub up here on Twitch. Thank you to those of you who have, who have done it. Patreon and Rockfin as well. Thank you. Thank you for all that. Appreciate it very much, guys. Uh, spread the word. That's the most important thing. And the other most important thing, the most important thing, the most, most, most important thing. Thank you for spending your time and energy here. It means a lot to me and uh again creating this um, beautiful collection of people that uh, like to get together and just talk about amazing things and not politicize it not hate each other or not make up a bunch of bullshit for some other bullshit to just hate each other thank you guys for that i appreciate it very much uh, and proof somewhere out there that people can just kick it and talk and not hate each other <laughs> oh boy all right so what we got tonight is trouble minds radio coming at seven which is a monday through thursday at 7 p.m pacific and uh so we'll be on tonight 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 and there we go so uh i'm michael strange this is trouble minds news thank you again for being you you guys are the best i'm out we'll catch you guys in about three hours have a great afternoon happy monday
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.